Hello and welcome to Rick Radio Community News Desk, episode 32. I'm Mick Handley. Well, later in the programme, we talk with Dave Donnelly, who is a two's team leader based here in the centre regarding opportunities for people who have been on the unemployment register for at least a year. But first, well, joining me today is Joan Rock, who has started a Pilates uh, class here in uh, Ringsend Irish Town Community Centre. Uh, Joan, you're very welcome to the programme. Uh, I suppose, first of all, before we get into uh, when the classes are on, and uh, we know you've started it already, uh, but Pilates, what is Pilates for, I suppose, people like myself that wouldn't know too much about it? Well, I think just keeping it really simple, it's a class that works on um, your core strength in particular, um, your flexibility, and also promotes relaxation. So it's um, a class to be enjoyed. Um, and when you f- leave the class, that you feel not exhausted, but that you feel refreshed and relaxed. And it's not about grunting and, and, and sweating and, and heavy exercise. It's um, just a very, a very uh, enjoyable way to exercise and um, I actually put some music on in the background as well to help promote the relaxation. But its main purpose is to work on what we call your core strength. And what, what, what's core strength when you say that? What, what does that, that is, mean? That is basically your um, abdominals and your, your, the back. So we have an abdominal wall and we have three main muscles in that abdominal wall. And then we also have our back muscles, which are long muscles down along the length of our spine. So Pilates focuses and concentrates on strengthening those areas with specific exercises. And then we work around those with um, our major muscles, our our leg muscles, our, our bottom. So they would be very important in actually supporting the core and making sure that they're, they're worked as well to, to give us support for the core, that we're not putting all the pressure on our back. Mm. And it is important that we work on our abdominal muscles because they help support the back. And then the flexibility would be for all our major joints and muscles, because as we get older, our muscles and our joints start to seize up. So any type of exercise is like oiling your joints. So, you know, it's like just just moving your joints and oiling them so that they move a little bit better. And then we promote it all then with nice breathing and relaxation. Oh, lovely. Sounds nice. All right. Uh, I think I might have to do some of that, definitely, when you're talking about that. Well, it would be the, nice to get more men involved. The joints, yeah. yeah. As, as you said, we've, we, we saw you, you started your first class uh, today. And, uh, a good lot of people have turned up for it. and uh, But it's all women, I think, really, that were there. Is that yeah. right? Yeah, so far, it'd be lovely now to get a few of the men to come along because it, it's it's equally as beneficial, you know. Um, it might be because it's not generally known as a tough kind of macho type class, but for anybody with um, particularly back issues, uh, male or female, it, it is highly recommended um, just to try and help strengthen and uh, strengthen the, the core area. So I mean, we, might, we might get a few men, but it was... Uh, this morning was our first morning, so we had it was it was all women, and it was. I hope they enjoyed it. I, I certainly did. People probably look at Pilates very similar to, to yoga, but there is a, there is a difference between the two. But um, at the same time, too, yoga is not one of these 
uh, disciplines that you, you have to put a lot of heavy work into. I think it's mostly yeah, with breathing. Is yeah, that right? Yeah. There'd be a lot of similarities. Yeah. Um, possibly Pilates just might focus more on the core strength. Uh, whereas um, yoga would tend to focus more on the flexibility and stretching of 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 the joints, but they're both very common in regards to you know um, the relaxation element and the breathing element. So th- good, th- yeah, th- there would yeah. be similarities there. Yeah, because I know there's a number of athletes and footballers have used yoga as well to kind of be more flexible kind of yeah. as well so and, and pilates and pilates as yeah. well yeah, yeah yeah that's what i mean so you would if it is for men as well as absolutely, say. absolutely. Uh, i mean some some of the top um teams you know and top coaches uh in all sports including rugby and soccer would use pilates and and yoga for core strength and flexibility because they recognize now the importance of it lovely pilates you're a pilates tutor as to say how did you get into Pilates and um, tell us a little bit about becoming a tutor oh um, well I started um, in the exercise industry in the 1980s so that was the the Jane Fonda aerobic phase so um, got really involved in that and then I got into um, tutoring so that was with the uh, University of Limerick so if you wanted to be a fitness instructor um, I would, with my colleagues, would be helping you to become a fitness instructor um, through the national certificate uh, with University of Limerick. And I did a Pilates course. It must be nearly 20 years ago now. So I'm teaching Pilates for, for more, I'd say, more than 20 years. And I definitely think it's, it's a wonderful form of exercise because um, it's very, while it's very effective, it's a gentle form of exercise and particularly suitable for all ages but I would definitely say particularly suitable as you get that little bit older you're not wearing out your joints with high impact or you know heavy classes but um, you're you're just stretching and relaxing and working on strength so it's a little bit more gentle. That sounds (laughs) sounds sounds good all right and I suppose you John you're you're local here in the area as well you live in in Ringsend, yeah, uh, right, Town yeah. uh, as well. So, um, from that purpose, the the, the centre here uh, is working out well for you anyway. In the sense, yeah. that it's quite close to. Yeah, well, where I you was live. actually born in Pear Street and li- and lived in Pear Street um, until I was about thirteen. And but I've moved back here now. I'm I'm living in Ringsend uh, since the nineteen nineties uh, in Ringsend Park. So it's great to be um, involved in in the community. Um, and I'm delighted to be starting the classes here. So hopefully they'll they'll, you know, we have um, two classes now. Today was the first day, and we have next week. There's a break for two weeks, and then another two weeks again, and and then we'll see where we go from there. And that, and it, it, at the moment they're they're free. I think are they? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So free free, moment, but free classes for next week. A break for two weeks, and then the next two weeks, and we'll 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 discuss it then. We'll we'll see how things go after that. And normally, if you're doing a Pilates as a series of classes, what what would you, ideally would be the amount of of classes you should do, or is it something that you should include in your day to day living, especially as I say when you get that yeah. little bit older? Well, it's 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 everybody is busy, you know. But if you could at least do one or one a week, if you could go to a Pilates class. Or or a yoga class, mm. maybe once or twice a week, or you know, try and, and do some of the exercises yourself at home, which is difficult to do, 
you know, it's a lot, it's, it, it can be difficult to motivate yourself. Generally going to a class is a lot more motivating. But if you could attend at least one or two classes a week, that would be ideal. And then supplement your aerobic fitness simply with walking. You know, yeah. if, if you just want to keep things simple and gentle, walking is a great aerobic exercise. So that's working your heart and lungs, whereas uh, Pilates tends more to work on your, your, your muscles and your joints. And of course, you need muscles and joints to be able to walk. Exactly. That's the other so side. So they all, they all complement each other. Um, your second class is this, this coming it's Wednesday because we're here Monday. And um, half 11, I think you were saying. That is 11.30. 11.30 to 12.30 is a one, yes. hour, one hour class. Yeah. And, that, um, and then you're, you're taking a break. For two weeks. For two weeks, the 5th and the 12th of October. And there's one more class. Two, two more. Two more. When were they? They'd be on the 19th and 26th. Yeah. Of, of, of October for people who want to uh, sign up do they just come along or, or what way do you go if about they, the, if they ring the centre if they ring the um, rings and community but they generally can, ju- can just come along for the next couple of weeks so I would just just arrive if they want to ring Jennifer will give them details but they, they can just turn up it's, n- it's no problem and, uh, but and if they are coming if they would wear comfortable clothes bring an exercise mat and some water and some water as well. Make sure to get well hydrated. You had a lot of people uh, at, at at the first class. What what way? How did you start? And what way? What kind of the exercise? What way do you do? You warm them up or yeah yeah. Um, well, just went through the really what Pilates a very uh, general introduction as to what Pilates is about, and you know just emphasizing its core work to help strengthen our our abdominals and our back. Um, it also involves um, our flexibility, so to, to stretch out the muscles and to move our joints and that it promotes relaxation. So I just explained that mm. and went through a very basic um, posture and core technique. And we just, you know, as, as the weeks go by, hopefully we'll, everybody will get a little bit more familiar with the technique and the breathing and really just hopefully to enjoy the class and feel relaxed and refreshed after the class. It was interesting. You, you said there you went through a few basic um, exercises. And that. Is there a higher level of Pilates as well that you can do in maybe later on? Yeah, you can advance the exercises. So, you know, we would generally say this is exercise level one and we can advance that exercise onto level two. Uh, we keep the classes easy, simple enough here. So you're mainly working body resistance um, or your, your body as your natural resistance. And we can see, you know, where we go with that. But um, there, it's not machines. I mean, you can advance, you know, to other centers where there are uh, Pilates machines. But th- this is mainly just an, a simple exercise class using your own body f- for, for your strength. Lovely. And... On the Pilates tutoring, if for anyone who's perhaps looking at that, would you say that they need to get into doing Pilates first or, you know? Oh, I would recommend, yeah, yeah that yeah. you see, do you enjoy it and attend classes and um, see, first of all, if you enjoy it and that you think that you have a natural ability. And there are a lot of Pilates courses out there that you can do to train. Yeah, I was just going to say that, like, it was probably, tw- as you said, 20 years ago when you when you did it, but... 
I did it know, with Dot the, Pilates. Yeah. It, it was a Canadian um, Canadian organisation. But there are a lot of different Pilates courses now throughout the country. So for people who are looking to tutor, perhaps look into that, do the, yeah. the research. And I'm sure there's a place around. Joan, we wish all the best for the coming weeks as well. I hope it goes well. And uh, we hope to see you here in uh, Ringsend Irish Town Community Centre for a long time to come. Thanks a lot for joining us today. Not at all. And I really enjoyed teaching here today. It was lovely. Thank you. Come and join us at our Retro Cafe. Open weekdays from 10 until 2 here in the community centre. Come and check out our Karen's culinary delights. You're listening to the Community News Desk on Rick Radio. Uh, well, joining us is Dave Donnelly, and Dave is a TOOS team leader uh, from Body Fairman Partnership. That's right, yeah. I'm Dave employed and employed by Body Fairman Partnership, and I rent an office here in Ringsend Community Centre. I like the way you say you rent an office. <laughs> <laughs> Lorraine doesn't give it to you for free. No, no not at no, all. No. Um, so, TOOS, Dave, what, what exactly is TOOS for people that maybe don't know about it? Well, TOOS is a, a back-to-work programme and it's run by the Department of Social Protection. So, it's for anybody that's long-term unemployed. So, long-term unemployed is you're on it for a year or more. So once you're a year or more on uh, the social welfare, they will send you to different schemes. So TUS is one of these schemes. And TUS means start in Irish, seemingly. So it's supposed to be a start of a journey. Or a restart, a restart, <laughs> maybe. For, so we, we for kind of try and get yeah. them back into, it's a back-to-work kind of programme. Uh, some of them might be longer than a year. They might be 10 years unemployed and they're just in a row. So they come into us and we kind of reskill them and upskill them certain as well. So we do work with... Uh, non-profit organisations community organisations and charity organisations so is it uh, jobs of various various we have like we yeah. could work in a crashes childcare you could be a driver a uh, gardener uh, basically if you come into us and wherever your background is and work we will try and fit you into a placement in your local area. So it is a community kind of, it's similar to community employment. Uh, community employment is run by the social protection where TUS is run by Pubble. Uh, that's how the payment, the funders, sorry, the funders are the social protection for uh, CE and the funders for our TUS are Pubble. Grant, and for people, uh, obviously <laughs> you rent the office here, yeah. so you're working a lot with the local, with, with the centre here and with the local community. Yes, so any anybody that's, as I said, non-profit organisation or community organisation uh, can work with us. So we go out and find hosts. So we have we actually have the centre as one of our hosts. Yeah. Uh, next door is the creche, we have them as well. We have all the local sports clubs, uh, Stella Maris Round Club, St. Patrick's Round Club, Clannagale, the football clubs as well. Yeah. So we can we provide them with caretakers or admin roles or as I said when they come into us when the, the client come into us we kind of we first off just meet them and tell them what TUS is about and we try and find out what they want to do now they might have a background in caretaking but they want to do something else they want to be a gardener so we can take them in and put them into a gardening role and train them up as a gardener we give them a small bit of kind of uh, funding for training and stuff like that and uh, it's a year-long program, so it's not that long. But some people have got work out of it, and some people might go on to community employment after it as well. After as well. Let's concentrate on the centre here, as you say, because that's yeah. that's part and parcel of, of uh, the whole two scheme. Um, for the people you have here, how many people would be involved and, and what kind of jobs are they doing? So there's a, three gardeners at the minute here on Toos. Uh, there's two in the radio here. Uh, then... There's three caretakers, I think, 
uh, there was a receptionist. You might know her. She used to be here. At, uh, what was her name? Ganning. Jennifer. Jennifer. Yeah. So Jennifer yeah. was admin here. I done reception and admin, and then she done the radio as well. So it's just, as I said, it's just to get back into into work and people come here and they, they see the community centre and mightn't have interest in garden, but they've gone into the garden. So most of them that are here, there's probably 10 out in the garden at the minute. They all came from Toos and now they're on community employment. Fantastic that you can move on to that. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Um, if you move on to community employment, um, what are you looking at? Is, is it... It's well, Sometimes you only get a year, but three years is the kind of minimum that you get from CE. Yeah. Uh, they try and try and push you forward to try and get employment you know so uh, we work with them and we can do CVs with them and stuff like that and interview skills with them as well so uh, out in Ballyferma they have like we have a computer system where especially out in Ballyferma where local employment sorry local employers would come in and say look we have a certain amount of jobs going can you we're looking for four caretakers mm. so on our computer systems we have say Dave Donnelly is a caretaker so we get in touch with him and say look there's a job going in such and such come on in we'll give you interview skills and we'll send you off to that interview best prepared for it because uh, a lot of people are nervous going into interviews yeah, uh, yeah. and they might be training to do an interview for somewhere else but we actually train them for that specific role that they're going to so yeah and then we also a lot of people want to start their own business so we can put them through there as well like you know what I mean so it's all to get them kind of kick started again and starting your own business Dave it just run through what exactly they, that would do and maybe after training do they is there grants there for them yeah or? there's grants yeah. well the one in the inner city it's called the inner city employment or the inner city enterprise so ICE so if you're looking for to start your own business it could be window washing it could be anything you can stay on the social welfare for a year and get your full employ- full pay off the, the social yeah. welfare and then after a year it's 50% and then after that, you're on your own. So if the, if the if your job works out, then you just go out on your own. So we would go through how to use our tax, how to do tax with them. Uh, we give all the grants. How, if you wanted to buy a van or you wanted to buy any kind of equipment for mm. the job you're doing. Uh, and there's a few in the area that have the ICE grant. Uh, there's, there's one here, I think, have a, and then there's a girl down the road that does the, the, the pets, the grooming. She done the ICE. So... Not a lot of people know it, but they should be kind of doing. Uh, oh, Dylan here himself done uh, ice, so uh, it's in their inner city enterprise. So you get grants from them, and they should be kind. People should be. I know they see the social welfare as a kind of a against them, but if they use it in the right way, there is lots out there to kind of get into, like you know, yeah. training them wise, especially our local employment service. So St Andrews be our local employment service for Dublin 2 and Dublin 4 to go in and sign on because they have grants there for training for you as well like you know so I know people think uh, that social welfare is against them but you can use them to your advantage sometimes as well as well you were saying though for two so you have to be at least one year once year so you, uh, it's one year called long, yeah it's called long term unemployment so once you're on the, the social welfare for a year yeah you can go into any kind of so you're looking probably around 19 years of age after school after school yeah from yeah. 19 to up to 60 Six, is it now? 66 or, or whatever, yeah. Well, now at the moment, <laughs> we're, we're debating that at the moment kind of thing. It might be up at 70 shortly. Yeah. But um, so if you had an idea of, as you say, a, a, a business that you want to maybe start up, you're, you have a chance of getting one year's kind of 
experience. Subsidised and experience yeah. uh, with 50% yeah. kind of uh, afterwards. Yeah, after the, for the first year of your, if you're starting your own business, for the first year you get your full social welfare payment. Yeah. And then after the second year you get 50%. Yeah. Uh, and then after that they kind of say, have you made it in the job? Is it a good profit? If not, you can go back on the social welfare. But uh, yeah, that's the... And for people who've, who've perhaps been on the twos for, for a year as well, that have they what percentage or would you know the people that maybe gone into jobs jobs rather well, than just going on to the, the community community after, yeah. uh, well we've had a few that actually probably haven't got jobs through or on the job that they're doing in twos but have gone and got jobs like Jennifer has gone and got yeah, a job yeah. in RTE uh, we've had a few I had a lad that just left he's only I think he was only six months on the job and he's had to get a job it, he's actually got a job in the place that he was working yeah, in a, it was a caretaker in one of the community community centres in Ballyfermot. Uh, so we have that. We've had cross care that we deal with as well. They have taken on a good few. There was one fella actually. You're only supposed to be nineteen and a half hours with us. Uh, yeah, but he was doing thirty nine hours, and we had to stop him. He says you're not insured to do, but the cross care actually took him on full time. Because oh, says, yeah, no, I'll just yeah. do it. I'll just do it. I'll do a voluntary for the other 19 and a half hours. Yeah. But he said, look, come on, we'll give you a full time job then. So, yeah. Uh, and do you find that there's many empl- employers out there that are willing to do that? Or uh, yeah, I think inner city, it? I think inner city, there's not many. I know through probably the, the local employment service, you'd probably get a load through St. Andrews because they would be in touch with them. But Bally Farm, there's a lot. So, Britvic at the minute are looking for general optimists. Uh, and we're at getting six placements like so we're looking for people in the Valley Farmer area to, they don't have to be from the Valley Farmer area but they, yeah, they yeah. got in touch with Valley Farmer partnership for six people general not those out in Briffick because they're out in they're the, in, in, they're they're in Park West so yeah so there's a lot of employers around uh, Valley Farmer kind of Chapel is an area that would get in touch with us in, Chap- in the Valley Farmer partnership and say look we're looking for general optimists we're looking for gardeners we're looking for caretakers even blind fitters uh, so there is a lot of jobs uh, so if you've ever wanted to go onto the Valley Fermi Facebook page or yeah. the website you'll see the jobs up there they always pop up there and what about for maybe people from Ringsend Irishtown area around this area yeah well I think that's what I'm saying uh, the social or the sorry the local employment service uh, in St Andrews they would have a lot of people yeah. contact them especially yeah. if there's building with all the building going on around I think a certain percentage have to be employed by the area I know yeah. that used to be in I don't know if it still is but the local employment service would have that record so wherever Dave Donnelly construction needs for general optics, they probably get in touch with the local, the local employment, employment service, service yeah. and, and then they they kind of pick people that they deal with yeah yeah. Uh, so it's the, the local employment service is a walk-in thing so it's not to do with social welfare. It's not to do with anything. You can just go in there and you might be just want your CV or you might want just things printed off. You can go in there and they'll do it for you. So it's called a walk-in. But they might engage with you then and say, well, what what, what are you looking for? So I go in and I want to be a, a work, work in construction. They'll have jobs there. They'll say, well, there's such and such a job. Why don't you go for that? And they'll prepare them, as I said, to do interview skills uh, or CVs. A lot of people have CVs and they're four or five pages thick. They should be really only two pages thick. You just want the the minimum kind yeah. of, because there's probably hundreds going for the same job. So if you see a big CV with loads of pages, the employer will just throw it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what, really that's what the local employment service does. Yeah. 
and that. And, and how would you find that? We know now, obviously, St Andrews here, but what, how would you find out for anyone that wants to in find your that area, out? If you just Google service? Local Employment Services, Dublin yeah. 1, Dublin 2, the, it'll tell you where it is. Where it that's is they're, they're all around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, they're all around. Kind of brought up about the, the local side of it because I think as well, obviously, people travelling, there's a cost involved and... Yeah, you know. Well, it, with the TUS, we try and get them uh, in their area. We put them into uh, positions in their area. Now, some people don't like working in their area or they might want to work in a certain spot. So we get them near as possible. Uh, we Some of the hosts that we deal with will co- do the cost of travel. Now, TUS itself doesn't. The Valley Fair Partnership doesn't itself. But you might be going to, say, Cross Care. Cross Care might pay for your travelling yeah, and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. Uh, the bigger hosts do. The charities sometimes don't because they're struggling as the, at the minute. Uh, so yeah, it's trying to get them into their area. It's a, it's a kind of a local thing. So yeah, we know at the moment, Dave. I suppose a lot of employers that are, are, are say they have jobs available. Yeah, uh, a lot in, in the retail industry, I suppose, and in the um, hotels and bars yeah. and that sort of thing. Is is do you find that you're getting people going to them or yeah we do what? well we we have retail we have the likes of the charity shops in town the likes of ncbi or age action and stuff like that we have them on board we deal with them so we do send them in there and they start off maybe just looking after the clothes that like display units and all but we do train them up then in how to work a till because all the tills now are all computerized and all yeah, so yeah. give them that training as well so we have a small budget for training sometimes it's basically for it's down for health and safety kind of uh, training but if it kind of progresses the person in a job we would kind of push it as well and then as I said local employment service they're called guidance officers they have a budget as well now you can't just walk in and say right, give us a like you have to engage with them constantly you can't just walk in and demand like I want the training session you have to keep going and going and kind of engaging with the local employment service or if you're where those shown kind of initiative like we've had a, a few occasions where people don't want to be here don't want to do twos yeah. but they they feel they have to because social welfare is on their back. Uh, so the, if people show us kind of that they want to be here, we'll help them out. Yeah, you know what good I mean? stuff. Yeah. You, you mentioned there health and safety. And yeah. I suppose health and safety now is a huge, huge thing in any employment or whatever. So for someone going in to say starting off on a twos, is, is there training? Yeah, so very first yeah. of all, there's uh, manual handling. I'm actually the manual handling trainer for the two scheme for Ballyfermot from so Dublin two for a ten and twenty. So I actually do the manual handling. So that's before you go in anywhere, you do manual handling training, yeah. and then after that, it's what you do. Then if you're so if you're going in as an admin person, you might want to do the first day of training. You give them first day of training, uh, but they also might want to do learn how to computers, different computer systems, and we look for training for that, and we kind of fund the training for that as well. Brilliant. I mean to say, just just lots there for people yeah, that yeah. you can well, build up a CV. Yeah, as well, like the people that they probably have a certain amount of admin skill, but they don't have any kind of uh, references for doing it. So coming in here for a year helps that out as well. Like you know what I mean? It's experience for them. So we've had people that were like childcare, uh, and came out of college, and they've had no work experience, so they weren't getting jobs, but they came in and they done work experience in a crash for a year. Yeah. on twos and that was down as work experience so they actually got a job it was an SNA job a special needs assistant and they sh- at the end of the year she actually got a job 
in another crash. As a crash from that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it is. It's just building up your it's building up your confidence again and getting a bit more experience as well. Are you finding there's more younger people engaging with you or, or is it is it um, no, broad across it's the, broad the spectrum? Across the yeah, spectrum it is, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, a lot of the younger people are, are very uh, they haven't got much confidence in themselves and I do find especially uh, younger girls and they don't know what to do they're only out of college they don't know what to do uh, so yeah as I said childcare mm. says do you ever babysit for your sister or your auntie and mm. say, yeah well so that's a form of childcare so you have got some experience on something so well, yeah. no qualifications this is that doesn't matter this is what this is for this is to give you experience in what you want to do and that's what I said earlier about even if you have uh experience in some part you can this is a chance to turn it around and do something else and yeah. get trained up in something else so yeah it does work now obviously you do get the people that don't, don't want to engage with you but there's a high percentage that do and it's really good when they first come to you they're very apprehensive they actually think i'm so now i've nothing to do with the social welfare but they think i'm social welfare but when you get to talking to them they'll actually oh that's great yeah jamie mac that's brilliant yeah and when they get into it they be a week or two settling in and then after that they absolutely love it yeah because you know? as you explained there it's, there's a lot of positives yeah, there for people yeah, yeah. as well and it, especially especially after the last few years where your most people were stuck in the house it's actually getting you out of the house you know what i mean and just meeting people and talking to people and just interacting with people again and you're, that's, that's what it's all about you know as i said people some people don't want to engage with it but there's a big percentage that do and, and love it you know and for anyone that's in the area around here what what's their best way to to go if they want so, to, be, to go on twos maybe if they're if they're interested in twos they either can come down to the center and ask for me or my number is uh 087 197 2072 so just give me a bell or you can get me on ddonnelly at bcpartnership.ie send me an email and i'll get in touch with you and i give you a self a referral form you just bring into the social welfare and they sign it so yeah that's that's basically brilliant Dave, um, yeah. hopefully you get some people yeah, giving yeah, you a call yeah, and that sort of God, thing yeah. and maybe the start of and something then, big for them. Yeah, and then just with the community as well, there's another programme that we do as well, True to it's called Help Enhance. So it's anybody over 55 uh, or anybody with a disability can ring in to me and they might want their garden cut or they might want a shelf put up or they might want to do a bit of DIY in the house painting or stuff. They can ring me and I have a crew that go out and do it and it's for free they only have to pay for the equipment so if it's painting they pay for the paint and the brushes and then i'd send the crew out about three or four lads and they paint or they'll cut the grass and it's that's, all it's that's, all free that's brilliant yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, and that, has that been going on uh, it's gone or? on probably four years now yeah in the dublin two four and eight out in bally firm it's going on a little bit longer so anything between dublin two four eight 10 and 20 we do this there's two crews once you're over 55 once you're over 55 or have, or have, or have, have a, a disability, disability we'll go out and have a look and we also do organisations as well so the community centre here or some of the sports clubs might need a bit of grass cutting or something we'll go out and cut the grass with them or any kind of DIY jobs. and again contact yourself on contact that. myself yeah, give yeah. us those numbers again Dave my phone Dave. number is 087 197 2072 and then my email is dee at bcpartnership.ie well, there you have it. Um, you could either 
Come and join. Or if you have any jobs that need yeah. to be done, certainly over 55 or with a disability, contact Dave. Uh, Dave, thanks a lot for coming in. No to, problem. Thanks for having to me us today and uh, letting us know about that. Yeah. And uh, I'll see them we, queuing we, up outside the door now. We so. look forward to the big queue. <laughs> all right. Thanks a lot. See what's up. Thank you. Well, that's all from the Community News Desk this week. My thanks to our guests, Dave Donnelly and Joan Rock. And of course, as ever, my thanks to Dylan on sound and editing. From me, Mick Handy, take care and have a good one.